Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, Lee Carraher. Lee, you are the uh, president and CEO at Double Forte, found on the web at double-forte.com. Lee, thank you so much for joining us. Josh, thank you so much for having me and putting up with my, you know, technical problems. Oh, no, your audio sounds fantastic now. (laughs) Well, Lee, um, yeah, give us a quick overview of what Double Forte does. Double Forte is an independent public relations and social media firm. Uh, we're, we're national in scope. We have offices across the country. And um, we help companies of all sizes, the teeny weeny to the, well, not all, to the mid-range, two to $300 million firms, to you know break through and get to their audiences. That's what we do. Wherever they are, yeah. we connect them to help them achieve their business goals through communication. Yeah. So where are those audiences? Depends who they are. Depends where the client is, right? What the topic is, what the uh, what the industry is. So they're everywhere, right? So they could be just on email. They could be on LinkedIn. They could be um, out there in the world. Um, part of our job is to figure out who is going to move the needle for our clients in terms of what the services are, what they're trying to accomplish, and then go find those people. Uh, either directly or indirectly through intermediaries, uh, media, analysts, influencers, whoever, and get them connected that way. So I would like to tell you that there is one way to do things, but unfortunately there's not. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, depending it's... on where those people are uh, and how they like to um, receive information and how they engage and how they get influenced and how they uh, believe something, that's what we do. Yeah. So, uh, you know, obviously there's kind of pros and cons in terms of, or, you know, there's just differences in terms of strategy. If you want an influencer to be talking about you mm-hmm. and your product versus if you want traditional media. Right. And can you kind of maybe talk about the, like, who would be a good case use for each of those? Yeah. Well, I think everybody is a good, every company or person is a good case study for, or a good case for traditional media, media who is talking, you know, has an editor who uh, is not beholden to me as the PR person mm-hmm. to tell a story to their audience um, and has some sort of uh, third party process that vets everything. Everybody, right? Everybody uh, is good for that. Um, it is much different today than it used to be. In terms of influencer, um, usually we don't do things that are just influencer based because um, you, it can be skewed, right? So, and we work really hard to choose influencers who have an authentic base and we're not just taking $10,000 here, $100,000 there, a million dollars here just to do stuff. Because what we know is that when you don't work with influencers who are true to their, um, who aren't authentic, actually you could pay a lot of money and get a nice you know, hit on an Instagram or a TikTok and have it not convert at all. 
So even though it's shiny object and it's, oh my God, I got this person to do this. Mm. If it doesn't convert, it doesn't effing matter. Mm. So we focus on what is going to make a difference, not what looks shiny object. And sometimes, you know, for our clients are like, we really want the shiny object. And um, if we find that out before we become their agency, we help them find another agency because mm. in the end, you'll be disappointed. Yeah. What you want to do uh, is, you know, what is the right medium to get people who are going to be benefit from your product or your service or your or your message? Yeah. And that's where we focus. Interesting. So let's say that I'm an agency or I'm a consultant. I do, um, you know, I provide um, sales and marketing consulting, for example, mm-hmm. um, which uh, we which we do. <laughs> so uh, what would what what might be some ideas in terms of visibility that that you think and or authority building, audience building that that you might immediately come to mind? I think the immediate thing is, I'd ask you is who do you serve? Like, is everybody your ocean or is there a certain audience? Like, who are you best for? Right. So first we ask you, who are you best for? And once we understand who you're best for, then we um, narrow in on, okay, how do we reach those people? If there's only 10 people that matter to you, you don't need a podcast. You don't need, you know, there's a lot of things you don't need. Uh, You just have to meet those 10 people. Right. And we'll figure out how to get to those 10 people. Now they may be very high up in the organization. They all might be CEOs of huge companies. And we have to figure out who influences those people, who influences those people, those kinds of things. However, on authority building, the most important thing you can do is have a direct conversation with your target market. That's the most important thing you can do, right? So in the end, an email list is the strongest thing you can have um, because it's you plus that person. Now, if you don't know that person, it may not be that strong an email list, right? But in, Mm -hmm. in the end, you want someone's email who will open it for you. Every time you send them something, they're going to open it. That is the strongest relationship you can possibly have with a potential customer. So that was always going to be on the list. The second thing is we'd say, okay, actually it could be all these companies in these regions or in this industry. All right. Well, that's a lot of people to boil the ocean of. How are we going to create authority and um, authority and believability and credibility for you in that category? So that would be the um, podcast would probably be the one of the first things we recommend in terms of bringing people to you because of um, it's such a great content generator, right? So you can generate the podcast, which you could have the most popular, you could have the most valuable podcast in the world and no one would listen to it if you use the content right. correctly, right? So it just depends. And then, or maybe it's just a LinkedIn world, right? You're a recruiter. Well, you better be on LinkedIn if you're a recruiter, right? Depending on who you are, right? So it depends on who you are, right? And when so in sales and marketing, everyone's trying to, you know, if you specialize in a certain industry, then also we would be doing speaking opportunities. We would ask you to do, uh, we would want you to be involved in stories about um, sales and marketing in that industry, in certain publications, you know, it's probably not, it is probably not a thing for the Wall Street Journal, unless the Wall Street Journal is talking about that certain industry and how to, how things are changing in it. So it's really about understanding who you are, who you're trying to uh, work for, and where are those people and what do they care about, right? They probably, those people, they probably don't care about TikTok. We're not going to spend any time on TikTok for you. We probably won't spend any time on Pinterest for you, <laughs> um, but we will probably spend time on LinkedIn for you and Twitter. Yeah. 
Um, in terms of influencer marketing, obviously, I think we've seen, you know, just like media, influencer marketing has absolutely evolved over the past oh five God. years. I mean, five years ago, it was the Wild West, right. <laughs> you know, and now the there's a lot West, more yeah. science to it, thankfully. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and hopefully there's a lot more, you know, sophistication on the part of clients. Mm-hmm. Um, is it possible to get uh, you know, unpaid, earned uh, influencer engagement? And if so, like how? Absolutely. So actually, it's very seldom that we would do only a paid influencer campaign. Very seldom. Um, most all, I would say 99% of our campaigns are blended, paid, unpaid. And um, we do that because the unpaid influencer is more influential than the paid influencer. So if you're a paid influencer, you have to say so, right? There's a hashtag yeah. ad or hashtag sponsor or hashtag, whatever you have to do, right? And um, over time, we know that those uh, lose influence with the discerning audience. Uh, the discerning audience is probably who you're trying to reach, right? So, but the paid influencer can get you in front of lots of other eyeballs, absolutely. But no one does anything based on one set of eyeballs, right? They only, they don't do, you know, they just see one person do it. Like, I'm going to do that. Well, unless they're their best friend. So I have a friend, Christy, whatever she does, I do. Like if she does a, you know, I'm like, oh, that looks good. I'll just copy her on that lemonade, whatever, you know, but I don't, just because Ariana Grande does something, I don't go and do it. Most of us have multiple sources of input before we make an action. So how do we surround a person with multiple sources? Well, one is having that paid influencer um, and then people who are adjacent to that paid influencer, um, so the unpaid influencer has more sway than the paid influencer. There are many people who will not take money on their Instagram pages and they monetize other ways, right? Um, so what we look for is a blend of influencers we pay. And then our contracts are actually, um, uh, we pay less in many cases than other people do because we don't uh, we don't require certain we don't require certain language we don't require you know we don't make all the requirements like an ad like that's an ad right you say, here's what you must say yeah well when yeah. you say here are the things we're trying to convey influencers get in itchy style. when it gets really strict right? please do it it's... in your style you don't have to yeah. pay as much number one, yeah. and is more authentic, and it carries more weight. Oh, gosh, yes. Listen, right? I could just speak from the, I don't have an enormous audience. We have over 100, about 120 some thousand. And That's so, and, and I've done a lot of influencer work um, with Savings Angel, with um, mm-hmm. my other company, with yeah. uh, with brands. And uh, the best companies to work with are, listen, we just want you to communicate from your heart, your honest experience. Um, those are great. Those are fun. And yes, those are the kind of, those are the kind of partnerships I love. And because here's the thing too, right? Is that tone is so important because you can't fool audiences. And if if an influencer is just doing it for the money and they're they're they yeah. don't like the 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 creative like there's too much creative control from the part of the you you're just you're gonna just get a very like a, it looks like a paid, you know, commercial. Oh gosh. Hi, it's so uncomfortable. My fan. Please yes. use this fan. Hashtag ad. I mean, no. (laughs) uh, The unpaid influencer, you know, a lot of people, you know, you're not an influencer. If you're an influencer, you're doing things unpaid all the time, right? Mm -hmm. So it's always an ecosystem over time. We're not looking for that one hit and then we'll see you later. We're looking for that long-term, long tail 
um, uh, people who have platforms. And the first thing we ever do before we even talk to people is send them whatever we want them to do, right? Because yeah. we work in a lot of products. So physical products, physical food, physical things, right? Mm-hmm. And if they don't actually like it, we don't want them, but we'll talk to you later about something else we'll pay you for, mm-hmm. right? So first we, you know, it's for us, it's actually not, you know, there are a lot of, we have our own network system, you know, at Double Forte, uh, but it's not like people don't say, oh, bid for our work. Because if you bid for your work, you know, no, that's not the mm-hmm. thing. We go out and seek. And um, and by seeking, we are able to have better relationships with these people and then have long-term um long-term relationships that then yield different things at different times. And in general, when we have this ap- approach to influencer marketing, we get so much more than what we paid for. We get, you know, we paid for uh, you know, a, a post, a real a story, we paid for a blog post, we paid for a Pinterest, blah, 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 blah. when we have these kinds of things, I can't remember a campaign that didn't over-index in what we actually got from the mm. person we paid because it was successful from the beginning, not just a transaction, right? And that's the piece on the earned piece, right? On the earned, you're actually asking people to do things without compensation, right? Um, and they're doing it because it serves their audience and it serves them well. And this is, I think, why public relations people who are you know used to negotiating with the media, like you're, mm-hmm. you're not paying for that story placement, right? Um, when you're used to negotiating for the media to serve them, because the only way they're going to get it past their editor is it serves them yes. well, and serves the client and, you know, and doesn't, you know, we don't work with jerks. So in general, we don't ever have to compromise that. Right. Um, I mean, always we don't have to comp- We won't compromise that. Uh, when you treat people um, like reporters who are influencers, um, you get to give them more stuff that serves their audience the way they mm. want to serve their audience and doesn't ask them to do things that aren't them. So you end up helping them because it is hard. Being an influencer is actually, you know, people that, oh, it's such a wonderful life. Oh my God, mm-hmm. you couldn't pay me enough. Yeah, It's a hard, it's hard, right? You're it's curated work all day long, all day long. It's so hard to do something every single freaking day all the time and do it well. You don't become an influencer, you know, maybe you're the Kardashian, but I got to tell you, those Kardashian ladies, they work their butts off. You just yeah. don't see it. Yeah. Uh, there's a really good documentary called Fake Famous on yeah. HBO Max. I'm sure you saw it. Yeah. And that, uh, you know, watch that and, and let me know if you think it's way? all glitz and glamour. <laughs> Why would you want to live this way? I don't know. I, yeah. I, I can't even imagine wanting to live this way. Yeah. That said, um, you know, I really love my favorite kind of influencers to work with are just the ones that like they geek out on their topic. Like they're just they're they're passionate. That's what we look for. Yeah, oh, totally. Geek out on our topic. Yeah. Who's yeah. going to go deep? Right. Who's going to go deep? Who's going to care about what you're what you're asking them to do? Yes. Because they are the ones who um, they're going to give you real feedback. This is crap. Yeah, the true, the true editors, the true, you know, they yeah. research and they geek out and they just love the topic, whether it's makeup and they get scientific about their makeup Absolutely. and it's, and it's, you know, less about the, you know, the, the airbrushing and the, and the, and the facade, which I think, you know, I, I my impression is that, you know, the, the fake influencer kind of 
you know, people are, I don't know, I could be wrong, well, but I it feels like people are pining for authenticity. In the pan, right. A lot of people, they rise up by, be, be, you don't rise up without being authentic. Right. Mm-hmm. Then you rise up and, you're like, and then someone convinces you to monetize, 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 and they get managers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there are a lot of crappy managers out there. Yeah, <laughs> right? for just, sure. Like, look for every dime, every single dime, just do this, do this, do this, this. And all of a sudden you see their influence wane because they've lost the people that brought them where they were. Right. I mean, it happens with products too. It happens with product companies. Companies get too big for their britches and they're like, they, they just, you know, they basically, um, uh, alienate the people who got them to where they were. And then they lost that audience. And now it's all the people who came on the tail end. And those people are more expensive to keep and need you to be different than you were when you got to your top. Mm. So, you know, it's just, it's a much like the media, right? The unearned media, um, or I'm sorry, the earned media, you know, do I want to be if you're in sales and marketing, uh, you want to be in sales and marketing, am I going to ask you to do something in Parade Magazine? No, I'm not. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> right? yeah. Even if you pay for it, Parade Magazine is not going to give you anything. But Fast Company might give you something cool, right? So yeah. anyway, it's all about focus and making sure that you're not selling your soul just to get the quick win because the quick win is usually a uh, short win. All right, Lee Karahar, your website, double-forte.com. So double forte. Um, and when folks go there, what should they click on? What should they do? Where do they take the next step in the relationship? Uh, you can click on contact and get to me at Lee L. Karahar at Double Forte, or you can click around and see our work. Uh, our website does a great job of, of weeding out people who really won't like us. So <laughs> if, you, if you click around and you want to talk to us, we're easy to find. But if you click around and go, oh, I don't really like how they did this. Don't call us. We're not for mm-hmm. you. You've worked with some really big companies, yeah. which we didn't even get to talk about. But uh, Lee, thank you so much for joining us. What a great conversation. Thank you so much, Josh. I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and re-share you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. And we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, 
you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.